Good evening, everybody. Michael D. sitting here again, and we've got another good topic for you. Are the airlines being fair to their customers? And I'm sitting here tonight with my co-host, Ron. Ron, welcome back again. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. And my question is, though, are the fairlines really being fair to their customers by letting them on the airlines without being vaccinated or showing proof of vaccination? Ron, what do you think about that? beyond being fair to customers to um, employees uh, uh, let's see like the pilots all have to be vaccinated uh, otherwise they lose their jobs um, people there then it extends to passengers uh, I know they're still making people wear masks but they're not uh, socially distancing people anymore they were for a while but now people are just as crowded on planes as they ever were they travel um, in a way, they're being fair, and um, in some ways, they may not. There's still a lot of customers that don't want to wear masks, Mike. What do you think of that? Well, I think the ones that don't want to wear masks shouldn't be allowed to fly. As simple as that, because what if they were a carrier? They infect the whole plane. Okay? Mm -hmm. uh, let me rephrase that. They would infect the whole aircraft that that aren't um, vaccinated already and aren't wearing masks. That would just, that's bad, bad way to go, in my opinion about that. Um, okay, aren't the, Mike, let me ask you a question. Aren't the ones that aren't wearing masks all uh, in jeopardy of um, catching this coronavirus thing? Correct. Uh, and the ones wearing masks should be okay, right? Correct. They should be. So anybody who gets on that's not wearing a mask, they're, they're jeopardizing themselves, right? Well, remember, Ron, it's not that you're not going to get the virus if if you're not uh, having the vaccine in you. You will. You still can catch it, but it won't be as severe, so supposedly, like being put on ventilators and stuff like that. Okay? It, you'll get it, but it won't be as severe. Okay? So that draws back the point of, do the passengers all need to be infected? No. That would just make the numbers climb up higher. What would you think the chances would be, Mike, that 50% um, that, uh, or 60% of the people that got on the plane refused to wear a mask? And uh, that 50 or 60% ended up with uh, the virus and... Uh, Everybody wore a mask, didn't get it. What would you think the chances of that would be, Mike? I would think the chances of that are being very slim to none. You know? Because, wow. as I said before, you'll, if someone sneezes, all right, someone sneezes and they're not wearing a mask and they have the virus, chances are that um, the spray from the sneeze can go a lot of different places. And even if you are um, immunized, uh, you can say that they'll get sick, but not as sick. But the question really is, why do they even have to get a little bit sick when it's just ignorance that don't wear a mask? Okay. We're talking.
talking about um, prevention here. Masks are a uh, thing of prevention, vaccines are a thing of prevention, and all this kind of stuff. I want to ask you a question. Okay. This is interesting, too. They're predicting that the coronavirus is going to be worse, the new strand of it coming up is going to be worse, and then you've got the month out there and everything when it's going to be happening and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and uh, But there's going to be plenty of vaccines available by that time and all that. They're getting them all up. You know, it's so funny how they're going to have a whole lot of vaccines out there all ready for us when this comes, you know. I mean, it's easier to predict when they're going to have a lot of vaccines out there more than it is when there's going to be the uh, big um, um lockdown again and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, why does, how does it, how convenient is it that they're going to have a lot of vaccines ready at the time this thing's going to hit again really big? How can they predict this thing's going to hit big? I don't know. Uh, doesn't that sound kind of fishy to you? It does in a way. They but... know exactly when it's going to be coming back again and again uh -huh. and again. When they have so many doses of the vaccine out there, doesn't it sound kind of funny to you? Yeah, it does sound kind of funny, but remember, it all depends on the governor of your state, okay, and how much money he wants to put out. So, okay, you know, I mean, when do you think this is going to end, Mike? Truthfully, I don't even know, I can't even give it a guess, to be honest with you, Ron. Uh, I'd probably say another year and a half, at least, we're looking at it. It might be farther than this. It might be farther than that because with every vaccine that they come up with a cure for, one appears that's worse. That sounds a little strange, doesn't it? two in me and I have no effects whatsoever so so I mean until and it's I, get, Mike it's getting to where they're going to want to vaccinate five year olds too and stuff like that um, ask yourself the alternate okay. question then is it worth say if you had a five year old would you want the five year old getting sick chances of a five year old surviving a coronavirus probably aren't that great all about the vaccines either uh it, it's uh kids going back to school and having to wear masks in school all day long you know without taking them off um how about this mike uh they're not allowed to uh touch each other at play and all this stuff 
yes, they, they'll throw a ball around, you know, where they uh, throw the ball around from one person to another. Doesn't the ball get contaminated or anything like that, you know? I mean, it could be. What, yes. where's this whole, where's all this madness going to end? Where and when? Where I don't end? know. I don't know, but you're correct about the ball being contaminated as well as a bat or a football or whatever it really oh, takes. Really? No. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so yes, it's a possibility of that happening, but um, what I don't know when this thing's going to stop or anything. I think uh, whoever uh, says it's okay for kids to go back to school without wearing masks, I don't think they're in the right state of mind. And uh, I just, that sounds like it's happening around the world. Australia, who during World War II was probably uh, the U.S.'s closest ally, is now acting um, so undemocratic with citizens, you know, making everybody get the um, um, vaccine, or if they're resisting, they'll consider shooting them in the face even, and stuff like that, you know? If, um, if they resist... Um, the vaccines and stuff like that. In other words, it's a must-do thing now in Australia. I mean, uh, those people must feel that like they don't have any freedoms left at all. You know, no freedom to decide for themselves what to do. Well, yeah. I don't know. This is really, this is really the strangest time in my life that I've ever lived. Well, as I understand it, and I, I'm not saying this is gospel. Or anything but uh, I am saying that there's a woman who actually her husband had COVID-19 all right and uh, yeah and uh, this horse uh, this horse drug they had out there okay uh, it's experimental she went to court against the hospital and actually she won and uh, they treated the husband, had COVID for two weeks. That was unbelievable. Okay? So, stories have it that this horse drug can cure COVID-19. But the question is, really, will it do harm if it's injected into a human being instead of an animal? So, that's the question that remains to be seen. You know? Yeah. And you don't. Going back to the airlines, um, how many pilots, what percentage of pilots do you think um, don't trust the uh, vaccines and are going to just give up their jobs and uh, just um, go into some kind of a private piloting thing if they even keep their pilot's licenses? Uh, I mean, um, this is, people that don't really trust the vaccines are going to be losing their careers, whether they're health careers or uh, or business careers or whatever. I mean, uh, people that don't fully trust this thing, I have no idea what percentage don't trust them or are willing to give up their jobs, but I have no idea how many well. will do it. I don't see. I don't see any pilot willing to give up his pilot's license or quit his job. 
So I'm going to go with a very low number of pilots that don't trust it, the vaccine that is. You know? So, you know, I, there's a lot of people out there, probably maybe 20% of the country feel that way. They don't believe in it or they don't want to try it because they're afraid to. Whatever it takes, maybe, maybe it's a religious thing, and you know, it can go a thousand different ways. But there's about twenty percent of the country who don't believe in it that way, and they're entitled to that. You know, it's the yeah. same. Yeah, there's plenty of people that are not Right in the toilet. Mm -hmm. Well, we were given a number of days to live when we were born, so no one really truly knows what that number is. So I'm saying go with the flow. I I went with the flow. See if uh, this thing can do any good for people. If it can, hurrah. You know, if mm -hmm. if it if it didn't do any good for people who got the vaccine, well, there's a life lesson for you. Yeah. Back in 19, about 1986, I think it was, when vaccines were fairly safe and they were well tested for years and uh, they had long-term effects and everything down pat, all of a sudden they passed a law that you can't sue over uh, adverse effects mm -hmm. uh, for vaccines and all that. In other words, you can't sue over vaccines because mm -hmm. I guess back then they they considered them completely safe and um, overall completely safe, mm -hmm. and and that uh, that uh, they didn't want to waste the time in court and everything like that on these, or or they didn't want to hurt the company to try their best to get the best vaccines out. But look at what it's led to now, from 1986 to here. Um, you've got to know this, Mike, that. There's more adverse effects with these vaccines than any in history. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your take on it? I don't know, Ron. I don't have a, a take on this one here because I have not heard any cases of my friends or reports that um, that have had bad issues with any kind of uh, injection or anything like that. You know, so I can't give you an opinion when I don't have one. Just because you don't know these people that have had adverse effects and worse, um, you don't think it's really happening because you don't know these people? Well, you know, I'm not saying it's not happening. That I'm not saying. I'm saying as bad as some people make it out to be when it's not. Mm -hmm. some, some, there are some people that cry wolf. I know of a couple of them, okay? Okay. Uh, they say I'm really hurting when it's not that bad. You know, I know somebody who lives down the street from me. Uh, she called me, said, I'm dying, I'm dying. So I went over there, right? All she does have a headache. <laughs> so uh, you got the majority of people that say things that aren't quite true, but hey, what can I say? You know, 
But the whether whether it's really happening to people, I'd probably say it is. But a handful of people cry wolf. Hmm. Well, Ryan, it's that time again. it for tonight so like i always say until next podcast stay in good health stay safe and may god bless each and every one of you good night good night everyone god bless